Good morning, everybody. How's it going? Woohoo! Hope you're all having a great Palm Sunday 2021, right? Beautiful, rainy day, but hey, it's not too... Um... Sorry, I had to get a drink. <laughs> it's not too uh, cold today. But uh, I do want to say... Thank you for hanging out with us today. Thank you for spending time with us. If it's your first time here, I want you to know uh, that you're welcome. Uh, we see you, we value uh, you and the time that you're spending with us today. And uh, I want you to know that you're a part of us. You're, you're a part of Hope Community. And uh, uh, it's just so awesome to have you with us. If, um, if you don't mind, hit the share button. Uh, hit the share button. Uh, that helps us get this message out as far as we possibly can. And uh, also, hit the like button too, because that that helps us as well. Um, I thought on this beautiful uh, Palm Sunday that we could actually kind of reflect on uh, just what takes place, what, what happens, kind of maybe move beyond just the, the, the Hosanna, Hosanna, aspect and, and kind of get a little deeper but before we get going I wanted to read um, a poem by Mary Oliver um, Mary Oliver has kind of become the poet of the Jameson house <laughs> we we tend to like her quite a bit um, but she wrote a poem from the perspective of the donkey uh, on Palm Sunday so I thought I'd read it to kind of kick things off today the Poet Thinks About the Donkey by Mary Oliver On the outskirts of Jerusalem, the donkey waited. Not especially brave or filled with understanding, he stood and waited. How horses turned out into the meadow, leaping with delight. How doves released from their cages clatter away and splash with the sunlight. But the donkey, tied to a tree as usual, waited. Then he let himself be led away, and then he let the stranger mount. Never, never had he seen such crowds, and I wonder if he, at all, imagined what was to happen. Still, uh, still he was what he had always been, small, dark, obedient. I hope finally he felt brave. I hope finally he loved the man who rode so lightly upon him, and as he lifted one dusty hoof and stepped, as he had to, forward. Awesome. So... Let's take a look in Matthew chapter, let's see, Matthew chapter 21. And let's kind of read this story and let's think about, you know, just what was actually taking place on this day. Okay? So, Matthew 21, start with verse 1. It says, When they had almost reached Jerusalem, having come as far as Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent on two followers. Go to the village facing you, he said, and you immediately find a donkey tethered with a colt by her side. Untie her and lead her here for me. And if anyone says anything to you, you are to say this, the master wants them and the person will send them at once. This happened in fulfillment of these words in the prophet. Say to the people of Zion, your king is coming to you, gentle and riding on a donkey and on the colt of a beast of burden. So, the followers went and did as Jesus had directed them. 
they led the donkey and the colt back, and when they had put their cloaks on them, he seated himself on them. The immense crowd of people spread their cloaks in the road, and while some cut branches off the trees and spread them on the road, the crowds that led the way as well as those that followed behind kept shouting, Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And when he had entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? To which the crowd replied, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus went into the temple and drove out all those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of, of the pigeon dealers and said to them, It is written, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. And while he was still in the temple, some blind and some lame people came up to him, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the scholars saw the wonderful things that Jesus did, and the children who were crying out in the temple, Hosanna is the son of David, they were indignant and said to him, Do you hear what they are seeing? saying? Yes, Jesus answered. But did you never read the words out of the mouths of babes and sucklings you have called forth perfect praise? And then he left them and went out to the city to Bethany and spent his night there. So, you know, we're in the beginning of, of the, the Easter week. And it's in this moment that we recognize that Jesus comes to Jerusalem and he knows why he's going to Jerusalem. He's going there uh, to give his life. And there's this encounter. He, he's riding in on a donkey. And there's some folks that see him and see who he really is. See that he's uh, the man that's bringing peace. He's the man that's bringing the kingdom alive to them. They're the ones who recognize who he is and have started to see who they really are. And they start crying out, blessed is he, uh, Hosanna, Hosanna. And then you have the other side of the crowd uh, that is confused and wondering what is going on. And then you have religious leaders, you have political leaders that are obviously upset because people are finding freedom from systems. And then you get to this encounter where Jesus walks into the temple and he sees all of this stuff happening. He sees business taking place. And it's not the business of freedom. It's not the business of conversation between God and humanity. But it's the business. It's the interaction. It's the interchange of if you give me this, you'll get this in exchange. Or if you do this, this, and this, and or if you provide this, or if you buy these things, then you can possibly find some freedom. Or you can possibly climb up another rung of the ladder and find, you know, some sort of broken identity. But you'll get somewhere if you, if you just do this, this, and this. And Jesus walks in and was like, what? And he starts overturning tables. He starts moving people out. He starts uh, chasing out that brokenness. And he says, listen, this is to be a place of communication. This is to be a place of interaction. This is to be a place where you come and discover love and who you really are. This is that interaction, that place where folks find freedom, where folks find connection. And then it's in this moment that some blind and lame Folks come and Jesus heals them. And then 
Children are still crying, Hosanna, Hosanna. And in the midst of all these beautiful things happening, there's freedom, identity, healing, uh, love is going forth. Uh, there's, there's joy and happiness. And in the midst of all that, systems try to come in and clamp down on the freedom. And I love the response that Jesus gives. Have you not heard the words out of the mouths of babes? You have called forth perfect praise. Out of the mouths of the innocent, out of the mouths of those who haven't been polluted by all the junk, do you hear true love? See, the children in that moment, all they saw was the folks that they had seen on the streets who were blind and lame, who have been begging for probably their entire life, totally healed. People who were oppressed, maybe even their parents who didn't have a dime, but constantly had to bring in stuff to this building and give it away just for them to feel some sense of connection or just some sense of, of, of self-worth. Uh, Saw their parents work so hard and then just give it away just to be treated the same way the next day. But yet here comes a man that overturns all those tables that their parents had would have to come in and buy from all the time just to gain access to a God who they were told didn't require anything, but yet they had to do all this stuff. Now here comes a man who says, freedom, who just shows love, who just shares peace. And these children are start crying, Hosanna, Hosanna, whoa! Out of the mouth of the innocent, right? They see it. They see the freedom. And so this is the story, the message of hope that we have today. Because it, 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 it hasn't stopped. It's still ringing true. Jesus comes to overturn the systems of oppression that maybe has been even taught to you, the systems that have been impressed upon you to make you feel like you have to do all these things to gain any type of acceptance from heaven, any type of acceptance from the religion that you've been connecting with, any type of acceptance from any type of leadership that, you, that has constantly put pressure on you to do this and this and this. And Jesus says, listen, no, uh-uh, I'm coming to break all that, that there's freedom here for you. Love, love doesn't have a system. Love is just love. It's probably one of the greatest mysteries in the universe, love. Because you can't, you can't back love in a corner. And you can't make love do anything but love. And that's what Jesus is doing in this moment. He's riding in. There's some that get it and there's some that don't. He doesn't turn away. He just keeps pressing forward. And the first thing that he identifies, the first thing that he's going to shine a light on is these broken systems that enslave people. And that message is still here for us today. This Palm Sunday, there's freedom for you right now. There's freedom from systems of oppression 
that has been pushed on you, stuff that has made you feel horrible, stuff that have uh, made you devalue yourself, that have made you feel like garbage, that have even made you feel like that you're not worth anything, and maybe even made you feel like you just want to take your life. Christ is offering freedom in his love today. So you can know that you are valuable, valuable beyond measure, that you can know that you are loved. That you are worth more than you can imagine. Today is a day. Hosanna, Hosanna. He has come. So as we close today, I'm going to read a, a meditation from The Rhythm of Prayer by Sarah Bessie. And uh, as I read it, I just want you to just kind of open up your heart and just receive today. Find that place where you connect inward with the Creator and just open yourself up and receive healing. Just breathe, Just take a moment to breathe. Take a moment to, to just open your ears and and, and hear the cry, Hosanna, he's come, he's here. You know, maybe in the last week or so, you've had that feeling of, um, you know, it's just not worth it. I'm going to... And so, listen, I want you to, to, to know that there's help. And there's people that you can talk to and, and, and we'll post some a link where you can connect. And, and if you're going through some stuff, man, your mental health right now is just feel like you're hitting up against a, a brick. Listen, there's help that, and folks you can talk to. Message us, talk to us, but, but we want you to know that there's, there's real professional help that you can have to talk to folks and, and find some, some help. Okay? So let's let's close in this prayer, and I just want you to get us get to a spot, you know, where you can just take a few seconds and and just breathe. You know, if you're watching live right now, and uh, there's not too much going on around you, maybe find a quiet place to where you can close your eyes and and reflect inward, to connect to the Creator of the universe. If uh, you're listening to this later on a podcast and you're driving down the road or whatever, maybe you can find a spot where you can pull off and, and, and just take a few minutes. Okay? So I just want you to relax. I just want you to, to close your eyes. Just breathe in. Breathe out. I know some of you right now are thinking, this is so weird. Well, guess what? Can I tell you something? This is honestly, this is just prayer. This is what we're doing right now. Jesus would go off onto the hillside, right? Hang out by himself. What do you think he was doing? He was breathing. He was meditating. He was praying, talking. This is what we're doing in this moment, all right? So don't don't wig out. Taking a deep breath. Breathe out. And just listen, okay? Breathe in. Holy is here. Breathe out. Present with me. Let's breathe in again. God is here. Let's breathe out. 
present with me. Now we're just going to read this passage from Habakkuk 2.20. We're just going to make it like a, a, a prayer this morning, okay? Breathe in. The Lord is in the holy temple. Where's the holy temple? Where did Jesus say the temple was? Here, right? So the Lord is in the temple. Breathe in. Breathe out. Let the, all the earth be silent before the Lord. Maybe there's some things around your temple that's quite noisy, that's grabbed your attention, that's grabbed your thoughts and kind of, I don't know, stressed you out, anxiety, whatever. Let's do this again. Ready? Where's the temple? Right? Right here. Let's breathe in. The Lord is in the temple. Breathe out. Let everything, anxiety, stress, all that, stuff that people have said that caused my mind to think that I'm not worth anything, let it be silent before the Lord. Spirit of Jesus, come with fire that refines, water that refreshes, wind that topples, breath that fills. Kindle a global, a global movement of empathy, justice, and active peacemaking. Birth a witness of love that is bigger and better than we that we ever thought of. Liberate us from privilege and oppression. Unshackle the gospel from nationalism and colonialism and white supremacy and every other thing that shrouds the good news. Give us an abundance of grace for others and ourselves. Grant us compassion for those who suffer. Free us from the influence of things that would draw our face from love. Restore our reputation for caring for those that are poor, for loving our neighbors, being ambassadors of peace and stewards of the earth. Unlock the immense resources that are around us so we can release them for your name's sake. Encourage us so we do not grow cynical, isolated, and burn out. Fan our hopes, our joys, our connections. Allow us to rest when we need to rest. Enable us to see you in each person we encounter. Show us mercy in our humanity. Let us love more fully than we thought ever possible. Let us not be quick on the draw, ready to re retali retaliate, ready to escalate. Let our collective fervor for justice eclipse our institutional concerns. Let us trust and follow the wisdom of those who have been marginalized. Let us perceive in creating safe places of worship to eat bread and drink wine together. Let us stand for love and with love, following the way of Christ as best we're able. Let us not fear anything. And let us not fear the experiences that we have with you. Let us listen to the wondrous places around us that you gave us. Let us hear your voice. Let us tangibly fill you with us. Let us discern your guidance and let us abide in and with you. Show us what you're up to. Show us how we can work together. Move where you want to go. And when you go, we will go in whatever way you want to do it. 
Come Holy Spirit, restore my heart, restore the church, restore humanity. Amen. Amen. So, thanks for hanging with us. We'll post those uh, links here in a few moments. Uh, this is, um, you know, this is the Passion Week, Easter Week. And so you'll be seeing us quite a bit here live on Facebook. So feel free to hang out with us. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. You got any questions or anything, message us, let us know. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Or actually this week. Uh, all right? Thanks.